0: Saving such, we're saving such Saving Such, we're saving such. You don't even know the half, cause we're saved
1: and such.
2: Man, welcome to another season of the Saving Such podcast. This is season three. Yes, sir. We're back
0: in the
3: building. But how you feeling, Jake? Feeling good, bro. You already know it's your boy, Poppy Stu, man. We got a new, new host
0: over here. What's your yes, name, bro? My name Joe, but you call me all decade, Joe. All me. decade? <laughs> all decade? I like all decade. You. Okay. All decade. Okay. decade. Okay. decade. Like start. <laughs> uh-huh. Start oh, it
2: up, you man. Know all, uh, well. all decade, Joe. All decade, Joe. y'all know me. I'm Cliff Anderson, man. We got a special guest today, man. Yes, sir. We got a special
3: guest. Listen, Listen man. This man, he, I, I I met him last year, man, at an open mic, and he's impacted my life so greatly, man. It's it's crazy how someone that you meet in such a short period of time can really have a huge impact on you. Young black man doing great things. Uh, big dreams. Uh, accomplishing so much in such so, such a short period of time, man. It's my boy, mm-hmm. my homie, you already right, brother? All right, boy, John hard man. Yeah, give it up for John T. Hall, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. 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 sir. John, man, thanks for coming on the show, bro. We yeah, really appreciate man. it, man. It's it's it's, it's like you said, it's crazy how somebody can impact your life so heavy mm-hmm. in such a small amount of time, mm-hmm. man. So, John, where can
3: they uh, find more about you at? Um, Instagram, hall 7 that's T O O, tall, last name is Hall, number seven, uh, that's IG. Instagram, John T. Hall, Jonte Hall, J O N T E, last name is Hall. Uh, I'm on Twitter a little bit, and that's hall 7 as well. That's true,
2: hey, man. Thanks for giving that out. We oh. in the oh. Save the Search Studios, sure, man. First first episode of the season, <laughs> season, baby. Let's chill it, y'all. Is it season, season two? Season, season, season three. I'm <laughs> Season three, I'm He ain't looking at the board. That's yeah. the board. I'm I'm Y'all I'm see pretty. the wall. Okay. Y'all see the wall. So man, let's get started, man. Sweet. We're gonna be here for a little
1: bit.
2: Uh-huh. Talk about your life, talk about sweet. how you impacted other people's lives. Mm-hmm. We're we'll gonna talk about ourselves a little bit. We got all decade oh, So so tell us about your life, man. Like where you started at.
3: Um humble beginners. <sighs> um I'm from Baltimore. Born and raised um, from Cologne Project. That's a rough neighborhood in Baltimore. Uh, are y'all familiar with the wire? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where I was raised at, of course. Wow. Uh, seen a lot at an early age. Uh, I was off the drugs, off the selling, off the do Uh, I just, I just stayed focused, man. And basketball saved my life. You know, I had a lot of friends that, that was into that fast lane, and I wasn't going to pretend that I'm built like that, you know, so right. I stayed. I stayed on the court while I was in the house, you know. So um, yeah, man, I got my first basketball at the age of six. Mm, took that ball wherever I went. Even gave my basketball names, <laughs> you know. I treated I treated that ball like a like a first girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? So uh, and then after that, got nine years old. Uh, then I started playing organized basketball. Um, <sighs> growing up in Baltimore, you know, it's like like having that. That peer pressure, you have friends that's in the streets, and then it's like, you want to go there, but you don't because you know that you will end up either dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. And then you had a the basketball the sport, you know, so I, I try to stay positive stay positive and uh, stay, on a, stay on, a, on a straight path, you know, had good parents, but I still got good parents. Um, they kept me and my brother off the streets. So yeah, man, Baltimore's a rough, rough, rough city. It's, it's let me crazy. ask you a question you feel like uh, kind of a lot of people they benefit of uh, having the gift of knowing their purpose at a young age you feel like you knew your purpose at a young age I did I did uh, when I first got the basketball I knew I knew I was going to do something with it and um of course I heard the naysayers mm-hmm. people tell me why you want to do this you're too small I didn't all the small jokes in the book mm-hmm. and uh I had that vision as a, as a young kid. And when I got nine, when I started playing organized basketball, because at first I was just doing it on the street level. Mm-hmm. And then when I started playing on the whistle with the referees and two teams competing, it was just like, okay, I'm going to make it. I am going to do this. I love it. even though I was small, I was smaller than the rest of the guys, but I said, I ain't going to let that bother me. I just got to work extra hard. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I was destined to play
2: ball. It's crazy how much, how much just what you say right there. Correlates to real life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have so many people telling you you can't do this, you can't do that because they don't see it for your life. Absolutely. And that can oftentimes discourage you from doing something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like you said, you got to grind it out, mm-hmm. work hard. And when, you know, the Bible talks about without uh, a vision, the people perish. Mm-hmm. And you will get lost in the sauce if you don't have a vision for your life. Mm-hmm. And when you have a vision, you have a guideline, a journey that you want to follow. Right? And you do what you got to do to stay on that path and you said basketball saved your life, and that's often the story with a lot of hoopers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like either basketball or be in these streets. Mm-hmm. They wrote movies about it, books about it, and it always don't work out when somebody's sitting on the couch. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They pick the streets, and then basketball is done.
0: Mm-hmm. So well, let me ask you a question. Um, me, me and myself, I know um, I'm a pretty small guy. Um, mm-hmm. When I was hooping growing up, everybody said the same thing about me. I was too small. Was there ever a point in time that you was like, Maybe I am too small, maybe I do want to quit for real.
3: That's a great question. Um It was uh when I was like, I'm gonna say 12, 12 or 13. That's when I was just like, I, right. I wasn't growing much. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom is 4'9, my dad is 5'3. Wow. So it's just like I like, damn, maybe I need to just focus on something else, mm-hmm. right? But my mom said, look, John Tay, look at me, look at your dad, look at your brother. We're not tall people. Just gotta work your butt off and be great. And that that was my motivation. You know, and I grew up in a religious household, Christian. Um, very firm believer of God. And I kept God first. My mom said, look, pray and just keep on have faith. Now, so question. How, how hard was the, the balance between, like you said, keeping God first? But at the same time, did you, you play at public school? Mm-hmm. So playing in public school, having the pressure of playing at a public school and having sports as your background, oh. how hard was that, keeping the balance with that? Through God's grace, um, mm-hmm. my family was known to run hood. Mm-hmm. So I had no problems. Yeah. Um, I was bullied verbally, but not physically, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in that environment with my uncle, you know, looking up to him, he played minor leagues, he had a couple NBA tryouts, and that was, like, the person, like, really kept me. Striving, you know,
0: even though everything was going on with like the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Him Cyrus, everywhere. It was so easy to get s- distracted in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Man. You
3: know, it's so easy to get caught up. You know, you ain't gotta ask for trouble, just find you. Yeah. You know, so that's why I just stayed out of the way. So um my uncle, my uncle was a was a big in- had a big impact on my life growing up. He was just like John Taylor, look, you do this, you can be great. Class. Yeah, you know, so that was like my motivation for him. Mm-hmm. Oh. So on 2K, you got special abilities, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Characteristics, you know what I mean, that makes you set you the aside. You, the our, you know what I mean? Our other players. Mm-hmm. We got one hooper on here, we got another hooper on here, we got a social hooper over here. I see the hooper, he, he, he all right. You know what I mean? all right. But listen, bro, <laughs> so I watched Bro play. Mm-hmm. I watched bro play. He he reminds me of uh, a little bit of uh, Steph Curry. Okay. Whoa. You got that limit, limit, limitless range. I got the range. I, I, I got the range. Sure. I get the you know range. I sure. got the range. Okay, okay. So, so if, if you had a special, what's what they call it? A special ability? A badge. A badge, yeah, a badge. It's a badge, yeah. but it's also like when you hit the takeover. You get that oh, signature, yeah. signature ability. What would your signature ability be? Gee. What would your signature ability be? I'm going to let you go first. You only me have one? Yeah. Only okay. one. I'm going to say shooting. Mm-hmm. Because being Small, you know you can't go up in there with them trees. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have that range. So you know? I'm gonna say my shooting. Okay, okay, shoot.
0: Now no, I'm be honest. I'm gonna say shooting the same too. Because um, the reason why I was such a good shooter was because I knew I couldn't just force my way into the paint. Maybe maybe the only thing I could do is give a little floater for real. Mm-hmm. But you ain't gonna stop me shooting. That's, That's right. the one thing everybody on the court can do is shoot the ball. No mm-hmm. matter how tall you are, how small you are, so shooting. You can't stop me shooting. It's over. Facts. 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 Let me hear a train for real. I can you against you. Wow. <laughs> oh,
3: man. I can do a little bit of everything. on oh, shot. against you. Now, i probably say, because I'll probably say I'm a slasher. I can get into the paint. I'm, I'm a pretty big oh, dude. Body. So, you know what I mean? You ain't going to stop me, Cliff. You ain't going to stop me, JoJo. Oh, you might as well you might, you might call it quick. But the thing about me, I got I got a little bit of playmaking too. I like to see everybody else eat on the mm-hmm. court as well. Okay. So, I got that court vision. Okay, yeah, right. I thought we said one. Because he definitely... I'm talking about...
2: Okay, that's my special...
3: So, Slash is my special ability... Okay, let's cut it there. But Playmaking is one of my badges, so... One of your badges? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'd have to say mine I like defense a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like that's my thing.
3: Defense football so like, game. Exactly.
2: Defense, yeah. lockdown, defender. Let me get the little uh, lock clamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. But younger I like me. I like current like me yeah. though.
0: Current
2: me. Tony Allen right there. I'm gonna be on the bench coaching from the side. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Tony Allen. He from Chicago too, just put that out there.
0: I okay. uh, do oh, I'm talking about. Hey, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Chicago you can't even be
2: nowhere near Chicago. Chicago, <laughs> T- man. Tony Allen is from
0: the west I'm, I'm side. I don't understand, but like, hey, oh, he got that—he got a Chicago face, like too. He got a Chicago face, too. That makes any sense. Or like his look. I don't know how to explain it. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, know to to it. It. I don't either. I feel like I should be offended. No, 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 no. Chicago face. You don't got it, right? You got it. You got it. I got
2: a little something on that. I like, man. So, um, I that? We play ball in middle school. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Christitutional's politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista, the rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. What
3: happened next? Next level. So uh, I went to high school. I went to Carver High School in the city. Mm -hmm. City. Played all four years. Um, First year, of course, I was about what? 410, 411, wow, on a good day. And I was very slim. So I could have played varsity my first year, but I mean, I was kind of, kind of, I ain't had really no no bulk on me. So I played JV. average averaged about 11 a game. Um, started, and you know, still hitting these stairs, still saying, well, John Tate, man, man, you're too small. You're too small. So after a practice, a team practice, I'll stay in the gym. Work on my jump shot, work on my speed, work on my footwork. So, um, yeah, and that was that. After the season, I got moved up to Varsity, my temporary year. Played Varsity, my 10th grade, grade. year. I ain't played, which I was okay with. Um, it was a bunch of juniors and seniors on the team. I was the only sophomore on the team. Wow. The smallest <laughs> here, of course. Mm-hmm. And then that was a learning, learning experience. I was about two points a game, maybe. And then, uh, that's one thing. I keep it real. I keep it real, y'all. I don't, I don't up my like transparency. Yeah, I like I keep it. I it so Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I keep it 100. What's my points? My, my senior year, well, I'm sorry, my junior year, I had to prove myself. Uh, I didn't start my, the first half of the year. And then the coach's like, okay, John, I'll take that game. So I started starting closer in the, the year. I averaged about what? Nine to ten points a game. And then my, my senior year, I, I went off, playing a whole game, averaged 15 a game, mm. um, led the city in three-point shooting. I was like top 10 in assists. And from there, I had the right colleges to come see me because mm. nobody wasn't recruiting. Mm. You know, smallest one. And um, I didn't get no, no answer, no response. So then I walked on to a community college, Catonsville Community College. Mm. I mean, walked on, averaged about four points a game. Did good. I, see, I I didn't understand the coach's philosophy. Like, he'll, he'll play me one game, I average 10 points, come off the bench, 10 points, and then I won't play the next game. So I'm like, Yo, hold on, is it me or? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of coaches like that. Yeah, you. I'm like, there's a lot, lot of them. coaches like that. So, uh, yeah, man, then after that, I had to drop out of school. I don't like to use the word dropout, but I have a sick mom. She has MS still mm-hmm. to this day. And I dropped out of school to work a regular job. Not for the easy gate, you know, went to the streets. But again, I'm not built like that. So why pretend? So I worked that regular job, nine to five, seven hours an hour. And I didn't want to just leave my mom like that. So I took care of my mom. Put basketball on hold. So let me go back, man. Let me go back. You say no colleges was trying to recruit you. Can you remember how you felt in that moment? I felt horrible, man. I felt horrible, man. It It was just like a a thorn in my heart, you know, it was just like, damn, I'm not wanting, but I'm doing my thing. You know, it's like, and that was one of my opportunities where I had doubts, you know, about if I should still pursue basketball and um, I kept praying, you know, like I said, I'm very spiritual. I kept praying and, um, you know, I had to try to keep my faith. It was hard, Like I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit up here and say it wasn't hard. You know, um, a lot of us get tested. I think that was one of my tests, you know, having faith in God. It was tough, bro. It was tough. I can imagine, man. I mean, yeah. but like you said earlier, that's life, man. It's life. Uh, God will allow
2: you to put yourself in a position just so he can show out. Absolutely. You, you know, know what it? I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He will allow you to have a moment where you're like, what's going on? What's happening Yes, and then it kind of forces you to... I feel, like, I feel like it's
3: all about having that mama mentality. And I feel like I feel like with yourself, I feel like you had that mama mentality on the court as well as outside the court. Like you said, you quit playing basketball to take care of your mom. So it's all about having that mama mentality that go get the mentality to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of at that point in time. Absolutely. Uh, for myself, I know Kobe Bryant was my favorite player. All the time, mm-hmm. I don't care about Michael Jordan, LeBron James. He was my favorite player. Um, when he passed, I lie, he a <laughs> said, you know a lot. hear a lot. They said, it's all good." It's all, it's all, it's it's all good. good. But He's I know for myself, when, when Kobe Bryant passed away, about has been like about two years. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. uh, How did that make you feel? Where was you at at that point in time in your life? Um, that was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in, in a depressing um state of mind, man. Mm-hmm. I was drinking a lot. Mm. I was uh I was going through a lot. I was stressful, anxiety was too through the roof. Mental health is very important. Yes. Is very important. A lot of people don't take it seriously, but it's very, very, very important. Um, I went from, and we'll get to this, I went from the road riders to like working backwards, nine to five. Not saying nothing wrong with it, but when you reach a certain status in life, you know, you're used to that. I did it for 10 years of my life. So I was used to him to go. So when all that changed, I went through a meltdown, man. I went through a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I I didn't know who I was. You know, I, I forgot what I accomplished. You know, and I was I was depressed, and I was very sad when Kobe lost his life, man. Sure. You know, because he was still young, and I saw his potential with doing other things mm-hmm. off the court. You yeah. know, you not just about basketball. He was supporting the WBA and all that good stuff. And I was I was devastated. So uh, I hear I hear Harlem Gold Traders. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I think a couple people that's watching this right now oh, yeah, for sure. is, is missing that. He was a former Harlem Gold Trotter. Yes. Dress. Yes. Uh what was your experience like being a Harlem Gold Trotter? What is being a ho- Harlem gold trotter mean to you? Oh man. Um I did it for ten years. I traveled to fifty seven countries, all fifty <laughs> states. Um <That's> <laughs> and I'm the first shortest in history to have ever funny. do it. So Growing up, my height was not curse. Like saying, "Oh, that was like my worst thing about about me." To them, to other people, yeah, it's not a curse to us. Yeah, it's, it's not like, a curse. To I us. mean, I embrace it even mm-hmm. even back then. And um, to like be with this world famous team, you know, um, we've been around since 1926. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like a culture thing, like um, African Americans. Mm-hmm. So my um, God, to five African Americans, everybody think we was founded in New York, but we wasn't. He was founded in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And he had a gold mine. So um, I know. Should so I in, the know 40s, in the forties, in the forties, um, the Harlem Renaissance mm-hmm. was, was popular. And um he put Harlem um and to our name and then he put Globe because he wanted everybody to think he could travel the globe over what he did at the time. So that's, that's out a, the vision. Yeah, yeah, vision. It's Abe right. Saverstein. <laughs> Abe yeah. Saverstein. Yep. So um, yeah, man, it it was it was amazing, man. Getting opportunity to travel, putting smiles on people's faces of all ages, and just do what I do, man. Mm. Man, so how did you get the name? Too tall. Yeah, the Globetrotters gave me that name, and they own that name. Um, so in two thousand eleven, when I got on the team, they had a guy that was seventy. Mm, his geez. name, his name was Tiny, and I was too tall, so it was like pretty much the gimmick. Mm. It's pretty much the game. So, um, and I still had to prove myself, even though it was like tall guy, small guy. It wasn't no game with me. I had to really prove myself, mm. you know. Mm. But before I got with the Globetrotters, I played with the Generals,
2: mm. the Globetrotters' yeah. opponents, the guys that were the Green. I always
3: lose. Yep, yeah, Washington Generals. And I did that for a year and a half. And the Globetrotters'
0: light and say, Look, you need to come with us." You tan us up too much, <laughs> so they're gonna try it. let me ask you a question: How how real is that if there was games? See, games? I get that question a lot. <laughs> how real? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I feel like it get sure. real. before course, fourth yeah.
3: be I'm gonna tell you something. So everybody thinks about tricks. You gotta be great basketball players first. Mm-hmm. The tricks come last, and the entertainment come last. You can be taught how to entertain, you know, or whatever, but. It's like guys that played in the NBA. Like, we got a guy on the team now. He played with Michael Jordan in 94. He's still playing sure. with the Globetrotts. He's yeah. almost 50. So, yeah, man. So, we have some of the best athletes. And to answer your question, both teams compete. But it's some parts of the game where it's entertainment for the fans. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, it's, it's both teams and They throw the entertainment in.
0: Hey, it's it's kind of hard to... I can't imagine playing for real, for real, but then doing the tricks that y'all are doing in games. That's talent. That's a practice. We practice. We have
3: an annual training camp. That's like the worst part of the globe trials. To me, (laughs) training camp, two days, we in the gym from eight o'clock in the morning to eight at night, Mm -hmm. every day for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that was the hardest part, man. And it's like, you got meetings, you got stuff like this. They prep you to do interviews and stuff like that, which is understandable. But, um, yeah, man, it's it's it was a great experience. Great experience. So you you talked about how you've been you was with the Gold Travis for ten years. Mm-hmm. What was the climax in your life that made you step away from having that position of being too tall to being John Taylor? Mm-hmm. Give me
1: something.
2: Mm-hmm. I, like I like that. I how you worded that. Too tall. I Ready for the
1: emphasis? That's a great question. Wow. Yeah, that was great.
3: <laughs> so for two years of my, the, the last two years of my career, I, I didn't retire. I just stepped away. I just resigned. Um, I felt God pulling me. Mm-hmm. felt God pulling me. I felt him saying, Jonte, what else to prove? You travel the world, all 50 states, 57 countries. What else do you have to prove? First shows in history. Our youth need you. So I stepped away. And I had everything planned, right? Right. Just before I went through that depression, that depression mode, I had everything planned. I teamed up with this guy, supposed to have been been on one of his speakers. I don't see no names, but it didn't go good, man. I had everything planned when I when I resigned. But anyway, to um, answer your question, uh, it feels amazing to like. I almost feel like I'm starting over, but not. I got a household name now. You know, yes, I got a platform yes, where I could go anywhere, people know me. Mm-hmm. Just mention blowdrop. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't use Tuto. I use my own brand. I wish mm-hmm. I had some gear. Mm-hmm. But Jontay not so small. That's my name that I own. And I'm loving it, man. I'm loving the journey, I'm loving it to be able to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. My company's LLC. I own it. And to be able to like do my own thing, and it's a pleasure.
2: And that's how that's how God works. He will put you in a position to where he elevates you in order so you can help elevate mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Now, like, imagine you might not be able to do the stuff you're doing now if you would have never went through that depression. Absolutely. Never went through the globe chart. Never went through all the ridicule of being smaller. And now you have a testimony. Mm. You can't get a testimony without it, a test.
3: Right. Uh, and you know, bro, that's amazing that you said that because I didn't I didn't get it. Then I just saw it. Man. A lot of stuff came up my way. I plan everything out, but you go through things for your mm-hmm. story.
2: We we always say in church, like, your testimony is just not for you. Yep, right. You know what I'm saying? It's for other people to hear, and God will get the edification through your testimony. In fact. He'll, he'll let you be put in place where nobody else can pull you out of this. Amen. In- Except God.
0: But I said last Sunday, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah cause I last no, he was up there preaching, boy. <laughs> I said, that's how I sometimes, but like, I know for myself, because I write music sometimes, a lot of times, and sometimes when God's giving you the words, these lyrics, you just do not get what he's trying to say. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, this don't have nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. Listen, God, what are you doing? So okay. then you look back, and I know like, because I wrote this song like three years ago. This is when I was still hooping. And now when I listen to the words that I was saying, I was like, this is where you trying to take me. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times, he's giving you something, but it just ain't that time yet. It's not that season. It's yet. not that It's not that it's season. Not, it's like not re- basketball. You got to work till you get to that season. Sh- that God. senior year when it's time to show out. All decade. creatures. All decade. That's all decade. Oh, all oh, no that that's, hey,
3: that's why they gave you that name. No, all decade. That yeah.
2: That's all decade. Welcome back to our first episode of season three. We're still really excited to be here. We're still down in the studio with Mister John Tay Hall. Yes, hey, yes,
3: hey,
2: so if you just joined us, we can talk with John Tay about, about twenty minutes now. Mm-hmm. but we still got some more information to get out. Yes, Time to give me your Instagram and whatnot again.
3: Too Tall Hall Seven. That's T O O Tall Hall
2: Number Seven. How did your boy? Make sure y'all check them out on IG and all social media platforms, man. And again, thank you for joining us in the studio, Gary. Yeah. New, save the such
3: studio for mm-hmm. season three. Mm-hmm. Three? Yes, sir. Three. Hey,
2: everybody put a three. I know, everybody put the three. Hello. <laughs> getting background no. freeze over
1: here.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Hello. Mm-hmm. Man, again, thanks for joining us, man. We're really excited that you're here, man. You. So far, you've been giving us some great insight on your life and who you are. And how God has transitioned you from place to place, man. So you said you had a question for me. Yes, him,
3: right? sir, man. In the Bible, it says there's a time for tears and there's a time for laughter, man. When I first met you, John C. Hill, man, I met you at an open yeah. mic. You was being you was a comedian that night, man. Making everybody mm-hmm. in the room laugh. What was your experience being a comedian that night, man? Um, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, so my teammates Used to tell me that John, tell you, need to be a comedian. Like, I, I heard that in the locker rooms. Uh, prior to that, growing up, they you need to be a like, comedian. But my, of course, my love was basketball, it's still basketball. Um, I was nervous, bro. Um, it was just like, wow, okay, I that was different for me, you know, as far as like being on the court with the is like, you have a whole team that's in the team, so it's like, it's just you and the rest of the people, so it's like, oh boy. <laughs> So I was, it was, it was
2: nerve wracking, man. It was nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. So how does how basketball correlate to stand up? Mm-hmm.
3: Like how is it the um,
2: same and how is it
3: different? Um, well, with the Globetrotters, because it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fit, it fit, it fit right in, because it's timing. Mm-hmm. And then stand up is timing. You know, you got to have your punchline. You got to have something that, that lead up to that. So it's, everything is timing, so like the When We entertain. It's timing. That's
2: good stuff, man. I know. I know you uh, mentioned earlier in the interview that you was real spiritual. Mm-hmm. So just give us like a background on that outside of like um, as a grown up. Mm-hmm. I know like growing up in a spiritual household, you kind of, kind of live it on your parents' prayers mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. But then when you get out there on your own, the real world, right? different. You on your own, yeah, and you got to learn how to pray through situations. Absolutely. So just tell us how, how your relationship with God is had me stunning a little bit. <laughs> well, growing up, my mom, uh, my dad, very, very spiritual. Um, my dad wasn't always spiritual. You know, he was, you know, he was a drug user and he got his life together, man. He got
3: saved and um, that kind of inspired me to like walk in those footsteps to get, not the high part, but, you know, just the <laughs> <laughs> just, just God, you know, just God, just believing in God and praying and stuff like that. Um, And, I learned how to have faith at an early age. You know, even though, you know, I did grow up in a house, I grew up in the projects, and that was like faith. Like my, my faith was tested back then. Sending the projects, been in the projects, sin a lot. It was just like, man, I don't think you can have this faith, you know, and right. like prayers, mm-hmm. you know, that God gets you out of that, God keep you safe away from, you know, the danger that's out there, you know. So now, it's, it's like you said, it's different because you're on your own. It's like, damn, my mom is not with me right now. She don't live with me, of course. It's like, okay, I learned a good prayer. Now I just speak to God like I'm talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. So back then it was different. You said our father was talking, having that prayer, the Lord's prayer. And now it's just like you got to pray for like bills. You got to pray for help. You got to pray for this. You got to pray for that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's different, man. And it's, it's, it's so different. It's so different. You know, my faith has been tested a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot better than my own. That's been dope. That's amazing, bro. So on this podcast, a podcast named Save and Such. Mm-hmm. What does Save and Such mean to you, me, man? Save and Such. Um, it's a, it, it, it means a lot, and that's a good title. I love it. It means a lot, man, because I feel like... <laughs> Oh, he came up with it? That, yeah, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> I like it. See, the I like that. I see a lot of definition behind that. Um, I think I think where what God led me to, right? If I would have got that fame at an early age, like 22, 23, 25, I think I would lost myself. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, you see, you don't see how God is working. Right then and there. Mm-hmm. He just building, building. And I got with the generals. It was like a building. Okay, I want you to get used to the road. I want you to get used to this, seeing this, what to expect. And um, I'm glad I was saved. You know, I'm glad I knew the right right from wrong. I'm glad I didn't settle for, you know, for less. Because in that industry, it could be wicked. You know, you might see some things like, dang. You know, if I want a strong mind, i I follow that. But through God's grace, I'm glad He allowed me to get it at 28 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I said it at 22 because when you, if you young and into that, well, not into that, you see that if you exposed to it, you could go, you can fall victim to that stuff.
2: That was a lot these days. Yes,
3: That's- so I'm glad I was, I was spiritually strong. Mm-hmm. Put it like that. Battle mm-hmm. tested. Yes, mm-hmm. amen. No, All right, not know like about that. You did. get tested, man. You get tested in God. every level of that success. That's fine. It right.
2: that happens so much with cats these days. Yeah. You see cats that come from college. you 21, 19, 21 years old. You become a millionaire overnight. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what
3: I'm saying? See, I I don't want it that quick. <clears throat> right. You know, mm-hmm. when it, when, it, when 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 you get rich quick like that, you don't appreciate it. Yeah. And you appreciate never know what that person it. had to do to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I'd rather get it on God's time. Sometimes God's time can be like years from now. But I want it, I want it that at that time. That's mm-hmm. crazy as you say that because in my head I'm thinking about climax, climax, climax. Um, as far as your lifetime, man, like you said, you knew God as, as mm-hmm. a young, at a young age. You had a relationship with God. I know things can happen where it touches your feet or oh. right? things can change and you might stray away from God. What was the climax in your life? At what age were you at where you realized, well, God is still here. Let me change my life around. Recently, you know, recently when I uh, I met Brother Sharon, mm-hmm. and Brother Sharon, like, my spirit was hitting to self-destruction, man. Right? Like, I was telling y'all earlier in the show that I went through a point in my life where I was drinking, I was drinking from sunlight to sundown. A lot of people not going to admit that, mm-hmm. you know, well, they ashamed. But I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. I keep it 100. You know, I told you that from the jump. Um, I was drinking from sunlight to sundown. Um, I lost track of who I was. You know, um, broken promises. Um, right at the Glow Tries, I was washing dishes at my favorite restaurant in Japatown. So my faith has been tested a lot. And it's been a time where I was just like, oh, damn, am I, am I praying right? You know, I was just like questioning myself, questioning how I was going to God. If God was real, you know, I, it was like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Real life can hit you hard. And um, I snapped back. Brother Sharon, Talking to him, he prophesized. But he told me everything, made me cry. I got emotional in front of him. I said, "Wow!" And he told me, "I ain't gonna get into details." Everything he told me, but he told me, "You gotta pray to God." I said, "But I prayed to him." He was mean. I gotta cry out to God. There's a difference. And right there, that's like almost two years ago that changed my life. That's when I turned all over because I felt like God wasn't listening to me. So. Shout out to Big Sharon. Shout to Podcast soon, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to, yeah. yeah,
2: like, like, to Big Cuz. Yeah. Yeah, big cuz. Yeah. I, I think some of what you said was very important. I think people often think they gotta be like these perfect Christians. Yeah. No, and they think right. it's not like at some point a lot of people doubt God. Absolutely. Like like you can't be watching or listening if you allow all of this stuff to happen to you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, it was meant to build you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to build the foundation of who you're going to be. I'm
3: going to tell you something, not to cut you off, but the devil can whisper in your ear too. Pick mm-hmm. facts. Oh, yeah. You know, whisper in your ear a lot. A lot. He whispers through things. Yeah, people. Through people. Yeah. Stuff you watch, stuff you yeah.
2: sing. Yeah. I mean, the devil constantly, we, we talked about this on the show in season two, I think, or one. Go back and watch. Um, mm-hmm. How the devil will test you where you're weak at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, like, like you mentioned about the like, drinking. I was living in Cali, and I'm like, you know, it's Tuesday.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm faded, and I've got to go to work. Too. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, what what's yeah. What's happening? What's yeah. happening? What am I doing with my life? Yeah. And then I had, just like you, I had one of the moments
3: where I what, could What's going on?
2: Yeah.
3: You had to start talking to the third person. Yeah. What are you doing here? Then I had my son. You know, I was just like, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing this. Then I got a son. That's how depressed, frustrated I was, man. Mm-hmm. I was I was going through spiritual warfare. And just to talk about it now and vent to y'all, it's like I was put in that situation for a reason, to build up my story. And so people that go like a lot of people goes like go through this mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to like talk about it and and hopefully inspire you know, not to give up on that dream, so I'm not proud that I went through that, but I, I, I'm I appreciating the, the grind that I had to go through, to Glad get to one at that. that. It's yeah. the thing about kids, man, I know for myself, I got two kids, mm-hmm. two daughters, three-year-old, as well as a one-year-old. Um, kids get brought into this, in, into the world at such a valuable time sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, the time that you're at your lowest, I know for myself, like, my dad had passed away in 2018, my oldest, I good, bro. Um, it's a part of life, but like my 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 dad was uh, he lost his life in 2018. Um, in June, um, the next month afterwards, literally two weeks after his funeral, my daughter my oldest daughter was born. Mm. So it was like literally like I went from being deep into depression into a, a dark place, not knowing where I was going to go at next, to bringing it into a light to where I had to take care of my daughter and be a father. You know what I mean? So it's like for kids, it's like they literally bring a light to you that they know nothing about. Yeah. But for you, it's it's, it's so special to you. I know you're going to attest that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm mad, son. Yeah. Absolutely. not have no one kids. One Good. Don't yeah. have no kids. No time it's right. to be ready. Yeah. Take your time. With the right oh, person. Yeah. Oh, with the right person. I need to talk about that. Well,
2: that's a whole other show. Right yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's different. Luckily, I'm the yeah, that's Lucky. still right That's right. This guy is yeah. This guy is Okay, John before we get out of here, man. So, can you give us what you're up to now as far as with the
3: children and whatnot? Um, I didn't mention my website. I have a website. I have my own uh, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, John Tain Hall at KenCustoms.com. Ken K I. Go check that out. Yeah, man. I got shoes. Um, I'm mad I ain't went no gear today. Merch 5, too. Yeah, thank merch you, 5. We're going to photo you, shoot shoot together, man. Yeah, merch you, 5. So I got hoodies. Uh, more merch coming. I got um kids' t-shirts. I got hoodies. I got leggings for the ladies. Um, Yes, that's it so far. Shout out to the ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, yes, yes. So um, I'm an author now. I'm an author. I co-authored three or four books now. Tough. Yep. I'm a co-author. Where do you find the books at? Um... Is that Amazon? Amazon. Amazon. I got one book called Spiritual Fitness Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. Very deep. Very deep. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm in chapter eight on that one. Then I have a book called Keep Smiling. And I got two others that's that's coming out soon. That's crazy. Yeah. And of course I got the motivational speaking. I'm an actor now. I just did a commercial in LA. I say something about it. But, um, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be huge. Um, yes, it's gonna be huge. Super Bowl. So, let me ask you a question bro, before, before you head out of here. Mm-hmm. So, what's the debate? <laughs> oh,
2: my God. What are you doing, I'm going to put on the screen right now. Me okay, let's see my boy, mm-hmm. Rico, over there. Um, yeah. Who was your favorite basketball player of all time? Favorite and greatest?
3: Oh, boy. Those are two different questions. My area, I'm going to have to go with MJ, Michael Joy. Um, I love what he did. I think he changed the culture of the game. He did. Yeah, um, you know, as far as the style and
0: everything. Um, Kobe, God bless his soul. I'm going to go with my man King James. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Steph Curry. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are doing, they they changing the
3: game. You got uh, Steph Curry pulling up from half court.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's a, like it's
3: a layup. I, I don't know if y'all ever been on the NBA court. Man, Have y'all? No, no, no. Bro. <laughs> nah. It is huge. It is huge. Bro, the half court is like a full court, like almost full court, like a high school court. bro. When I see with the Trials, we, we played on NBA arenas, right? So my first year, I didn't want to shoot from three because I I never shot an NBA three-point before. But as I got comfortable with it, I'm shooting a four-point shot. We got a four-point shot with the Trials. That's 35 feet away from the basket. And um, to get back to the question, but those are guys that's really changed the game. Mm-hmm. Steph, LeBron, MJ, Kobe. Yeah, they I? my... Might... Five, 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 four, five. Give us one up and coming we should watch. Should... Oh, man.
2: Good question. That's, that's a, a good great question. question. It's not Cliff
3: Anderson either. It definitely <laughs> ain't. After that, it was the summer he did. Yeah. All right, the guy... Y'all, y'all, y'all probably know this guy, of course. He's from here. Um quickly. Yes oh, sir. <laughs> um, Shout out to the next. I'm a big fan, bro. Um, Shout out to the Knicks. Cool. Awesome. We gotta have him on the show soon.
0: That's that nine time. Yeah.
3: Sure. I don't know about that. I um, don't I don't know about that. I like my man Tucker too with the legs. I'm gonna go with the oh time. he's yeah. gonna be a dog. Yeah. He's, he's injured tough. right now. He's injured. Yep. But listen, late Shout out to my he guy. Yes yeah. sir. Yeah. Yes sir. Yep. Yep. Yes sir. And that's pretty much it man. Sure. much mm-hmm. So I think soon we might uh, set up an Instagram live with uh, mm-hmm. JoJo. JoJo had to come out of retirement against hey. John Cena. You, oh, you know Before it gets
2: real
3: cold. Yeah, yeah. Before it gets real. We
0: cool. get cool. get cardio. Yeah. I can just get on. Oh, try I ain't got like Trust me, I am. Me and Cliff on the
2: on the undercard. Right. Bust him up one time. Now y'all got the hands for him. got the hands. Oh, the whole story reminded me of uh, David in the Bible. Wow. Okay. How you remember when David first got anointed the king, they kept saying, like they came to his house and they was when he was made the prophet was made to anoint the king and he came after Saul. And they kept saying David was too small, too young, too inexperienced, too this, too that. And it turned out to be one of the greatest kings of all time. Wow. The man killed Goliath, he killed a, a a lion and a bear with his hands. Wow! To the Bible. Hey, that's the whole story. Reminded me of King David. That, that, man, I America. love and I appreciate that, man. All the trials <laughs> that's, that's, that's big he went through. That's big. Girl, and that.
3: um, so we got to wrap up, man. Again, Jonathan. Thanks for joining us, bro. Hey, bro, can I leave this quote? Oh, of course. I live by this quote every day in my life. As long as your heart stands tall, you're not so small. Oh, I see, I see what you did there. Yeah. That's good. That's, my that's you? That's me. That's
2: oh, a, that's a t-shirt. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah That's, that's me, a t-shirt. Fun, yeah, that's me. So, man, uh, again, thanks for joining us, man. Give me your Instagram one more time.
3: 2 tall Hall 7. That's my Instagram. Facebook is Jonte Hall. I got my merchandise, JonteHallKingCustoms.com. I'll let you boy. That was a great interview, man. Straight, you want to do it on our socials? My social? Our social. I'm on <laughs> Instagram. Mr. TCS Photography. And you can follow us on all... Uh, social media platforms at Saving and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D and S U C H and all major platforms for podcasts at Saving and Such, man. Make sure you follow our YouTube page.
2: Mm-hmm. That's also at Saving and Such. that's, that's S-A-B-E-D. The letter N S-U-C-H man. I'm Cliff Anderson. Yo yo, it's your boy Poppy Stu. That's all Nick A Joe and Bill. All dick and And again, thank you to our guest Mr. All John Hall Hey, yeah. make sure y'all stay excited for season three. We'll be back for episode two. Real soul, mm-hmm. love y'all. Peace, peace. i like your boy.
1: Saved
0: in such, we're saving in such. You don't even know the half 'cause we're saved in
1: such.